Welcome to the Sellernomics Podcast, where we share valuable tips and information in the Amazon and e-commerce space. Each week, we deliver the best interviews with some of the top Amazon personalities in the industry to help you grow your business. Today's episode is brought to you by Gatita, the global leader in FBA auditing and reimbursements. Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. And now, here is your host, Lisa Kinski. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Sellernomics. My name is Lisa Kinski. I'm your host for today. And I have my good friend, David Milstein, joining me. He comes to us from Cellcord, and we're going to be talking about Walmart, why sellers should consider Walmart, differences between Walmart and Amazon, and kind of just the rise of the e-commerce underdog that Walmart is. So let's go on ahead and bring him on for today. David, how are you? Hey, Lisa. How's it going? Great to see you. Good to see you again, too, dear. It's always nice to see your familiar face at shows and across the social medias and things. <laughs> so, David, let's Great just get straight straight into it. So why should e-commerce sellers consider Walmart as part of their marketing mix? Well, you know, this is a, this is a question we hear all the time that, you know, I'm doing well on Amazon. Why should I bother branching out to another place? I spend my focus there. And, you know, it's it's kind of like if you took a look a while ago, why people got into Amazon when they did um, seven years ago. It was a small growing marketplace. It was still taking some time. It didn't have the sales that you were getting today through, let's say, a private label brand. But if you realize the opportunity that you do, if you do today and look back and like, wow, that is a really crazy opportunity where sellers that were on here seven years ago are now behemoths on the platform. If you see that opportunity and understand that Walmart is yet another opportunity like this where the growth has been insane just over the past few years and where it's headed and to know that it is trying to be that next, you know, we, we call it here the underdog, you know, it's growing. If you put in your investment over here, you'll see it. You'll see that in a few years come through. And, you know, just, just other points, you know, we say on, on general, in general, Walmart should be doing 10 to 20% of your Amazon sales. So it's already pretty decent or easy way to just grow your revenue 10 to 20%, which is very difficult to do on other platforms. If you want to get to go D to C, the amount of work that you have to put in in order to get to that 10% threshold is going to be is going to be substantial because you have to focus on outside, you know, marketing versus Walmart. It's similar to what you know already. You know Amazon. Yes, it's a different marketplace, but they both work on the same core principles. And the same effort that you put into Amazon, if you go ahead and put that into Walmart, you're going to see the results. It's going to be much smaller than Amazon, but that's just because the marketplace is smaller. But give it the give it the work it needs, put in the effort, and you're planting your seeds for future for future growth. You know, you're going to see that results. You'll see sales today, and even more sales in a few years. Right, and it, even though it's smaller now, I mean, isn't Walmart still the largest? retailer globally like it's still above amazon right i mean i know they're pretty neck and neck now but there's there's still such opportunity especially here in the states there's a there's a saying in the phrase you sling in the south you sling a cat and you hit one i mean there's walmart's everywhere so it's like their right. own little fulfillment distribution centers every you know couple miles i mean it's it's massive yeah for sure i mean you're, you're nailing it with like the the points where Walmart has ability to succeed and potentially like where they even better than Amazon. You know, you, you have those, just the idea that firstly, Walmart knows sales. As you mentioned, not only are they the number one re retailer, like as a whole, they're the highest revenue company. 
for the past 20 years. That's not like a little bit of time. That is a behemoth that they, they have been the kings. Yes, Amazon is catching up, but it's not necessarily just sales. Amazon is actually most of that number is coming from, let's say, AWS hosting, which is a major focus point of where they're making their money from. Their sales do really well, definitely better than Walmart.com, but Walmart stores is primarily Walmart. Yeah, they do have Sam's Club, but it's it's all selling. It's not yeah. they're not having these out. They don't there's no prime video. There's not none of that. It's just sell I sell stuff and that's that's what we do. So you know, that's the prim, the primary point of where Walmart's making their sales. So they definitely know and understand how to to sell. And the fact that they're now seeing that Amazon is coming after them, they're like, okay, we have to now dominate where Amazon is dominating, which is the dot-com, the marketplace, the future, you know, where, th where things will be. And there, the, like you mentioned, there's, there's a huge opportunity on Walmart as well for stores. And this is something that sellers don't even have this really opportunity on Amazon. You do have like vendors on Amazon. It does exist. But Walmart is a lot more of a real one-piece side of things. If your products do well on Marketplace, you do have the opportunity to then pitch your product directly to Walmart and what they call open call. They have the 10th open call this year. So they're doing like a whole special uh, event where you pitch your products to the, to the buyers. And if you get accepted, you actually go down to Arkansas, you meet with them and you do an even bigger pitch. And if you succeed, you get your products in store. That's crazy. You're in, you could go from being some little private label seller and all of a sudden you're in a thousand Walmarts across the country. That's massive. That could be a, a huge PO. It could be, you could do one PO at Walmart, your whole Amazon sales in a year. So it's uh, like Walmart ecosystem shark tank. It's like its own shark tank. This, this call. <laughs> exactly. That's it's It's great. Like the, the opportunities are just like, so, so, so different. Just such a, it's, it's, it's similar for the marketplace, but outside of that, yeah, just pitching your products, like, exactly, a little, a little Shark Tank selling your own stuff to to Walmart. But, I mean, yeah. we, we've we seen brands do it, brands that you might just be like, oh, they're just regular Amazon brand, and next thing you know, they're in, they're in stores making a killing. Yeah. So, so we're filming this in 2023, and like you said, like seven, eight years ago when Amazon was much smaller, and that's like 2015, 2016, kind of like the golden years of Amazon. It was right before things really took off and the platform got super sophisticated and it was a little bit easier to sell. And like you said, the brands that were on then are absolute behemoths now. So it's Walmart now is kind of akin to the golden years of, of Amazon. Is that what I'm hearing? You want to get in early, get in on the ground level so you can grow with it. And explain to us what some of the differences are between selling on Amazon and selling on Walmart right now. For sure. So that's that's a really great comparison, like the, the back then. Um, the one key difference I would say is to Amazon seven years ago on Walmart today is that I guarantee you're not going to be waiting seven years to see the results. It's growing way quicker because, and I like to point this out, is that Amazon is a pioneer. And I don't know if Walmart purposely like said, let Amazon figure it out. We'll come in after and get in. <laughs> or if they just realize that Amazon is huge and they got to get in over there for themselves. But there's definitely, you could see that Amazon had to be the one out there putting out like the standard. You know, they were the one that like, this is how it works. And this is how ads work. And this is how you set up your catalog. You know, this and Walmart's kind of like, Okay, we like that. We don't like that. I think we'll do that better. 
And like the, you can see like where they're taking and picking from, from Amazon, which has allowed them to, to grow at a much faster rate than Amazon grew to, to took to took to grow. And even more than that, like Walmart, the reason they could go much faster is because everyone knows Amazon now. Like well, Amazon did all the work for them. Amazon did the marketing to be like, you could buy whatever you want online. Everyone knows that. We all know you're 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 going around, you need to buy what you want, you pull out your phone, you look it up on Amazon and it's in your house the next day, which is crazy. It's a crazy concept that we live like this, but but Walmart doesn't need to sell that to anyone anymore. Everyone knows that because of Amazon. All Walmart has to do is be like, we can do the same thing and even better or even cheaper or whatever they're gonna pitch it to you as they'll get it to you faster. I think that's one, I think that's the way Walmart's gonna go. So you're really gonna pitch the quick delivery just because of their how close they have warehouses to to everyone. Like they have a warehouse within 50 miles of every American, which is crazy. Like that's so close. And if they could get all these products or even a couple units into each warehouse, like they could have products to you in a couple hours, which will really compete with Amazon's overnight. So that's just some of the ideas of like how Walmart's growth is going to be similar to that of Amazon uh, or different rather from that of Amazon. That's the main like key differences between let's say the Amazon and the Walmart platform. If you want to get into like the specifics is like, I think Walmart saw a problem with titles, Amazon titles. You go in there, like there's, there's even memes about how repetitive it is because it's just stuffed with keywords and just like, you have like iPhone one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, like if you're buying yeah. a cable, like it says every single iPhone in there. It's just it's it's a nuisance to have to deal with and see this really long title. It's oftentimes cut off, and you're you're pretty much relying on the images. So Walmart saw that as an opportunity to be like, no, we're not going to allow this to work like this. Our algorithm is going to focus more on description, right? The title should be concise, and if your title is too long, they boom, they give you a they give you a strike on your listing quality score, which is how they like rate your listings. So if you have like that, it affects how you rank. I mean, you could get away with it, but it's generally recommended to follow their style guides, follow their guidelines, put your product in a certain format for the title and use your keyword stuffing in the description. So that's like one uh, one difference you'll find between Walmart and Amazon, like an easy one I can kind of go with. And then I think another thing that actually Walmart did a really good job is, which I'm sure people disagree with me. It's the flat file side of things is I've done the Amazon flat files and you can, you, everyone knows about this. Like there there's people will just say like how difficult it is and how much of a pain. And I totally get it. You know, I, I was definitely not looking forward to the Walmart flat files after having dealt with the Amazon ones. And then I'm like, okay, we got to do it. We can't just do these manual uploads. I get in there and it's, so much easier it's just much it's like so much simpler of a process it's done by category instead of like by specific category path and afterwards you edit your category paths you edit your product paths, whatever you need to do to get the more granular categories but the general upload there's a few different files and they have even they, they even want to step further you want to upload your catalog to walmart just put your asin in boom like that like there's no way amazon's ever gonna be like put your walmart id and we'll bring your listing Maybe if you use like, channel, like one of these like like these channel providers, I'll like omni-channel, I'll move you over. They'll do that, but there's no way that Amazon's ever gonna do something like that. Versus Walmart's just like, yeah, give us put put your Amazon store here. We'll take every listing over for you. Like they're just making it easier for Amazon sellers to get to get in. And then they just help you. They have actually a white glove team, which like helps you edit your listings. Whatever, there's opinions over there, but 
they're, they're, they're trying to make it easier for sellers to kind of come to the platform and, and, and grow. So well, there's a lot of information that answers the question in a few different ways, but. um, No, it does. That's, that's so good. I, I'm curious now I'm thinking about like, what about the fulfillment fees and like the cost to be a seller on Walmart? And is there an approval process? Didn't you have to be like, go through an approval rating in the very beginning to be an authorized seller? What, talk to us about yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Let's go, we'll go backwards. Let's start with the approval first because you got to get on in order to, to pay your WFS fees. But the business verification side. So they changed this process last year um, before you had to get approved and then you get an account. Now anyone can get an account, but you just can't sell until you have business verification, which they're trying to make it easier. And they did definitely make it easier last August. They quote unquote opened the floodgates. And since then they've seen to date, I mean, actually, till maybe two months ago, forty percent increase in sellers, which is pretty nuts. But that's not that's not great as a seller because now there's just increased competition. Because there's definitely not a forty percent increase in in uh, and actually probably year to date, they probably have at least a forty percent increase in the GMV. But what they did is they have this business verification, which is easier than it was before. Um, generally, as long as you're a legitimate LLC and you have an Amazon store. One little tip, it's a pretty good one, is when you're replying, don't use an at Gmail email. Like spend the $12 a month and get the at yourbrand.com. <laughs> it's totally worth it. Like they'll give you an account based on that. They'll deny often Gmail accounts. I mean, I'm not saying you're not going to get it. We know brands that do, but it's just easier to go. Even if it's just one email, it's just worth it to do that. And uh, if you're have again, if you have like a normal Walmart account, a, a normal Amazon store and your LLC wasn't created yesterday, you're probably going to be able to get accepted as a seller. If you did get denied, you can reach out to Walmart, you can reach out to us, and like there's there's things to do over there. Um, regard and so getting approved is a little bit more difficult than Amazon. Amazon, like literally anyone can become a seller. Um, but Walmart's kind of in that mid-phase now where they went from being super restrictive to being middle restrictive, and eventually I'm I don't know if they're ever gonna go less restrictive. Um, one big difference I would say is is the location where they're accepting sellers from. There's only about six countries that they allowed outside the US and people want more, you know. Uh, actually, when when I saw you in Prague, a lot of sellers there were like, hey, I would love to sell in Walmart, but I just, I'm not from any of those countries. So that was a, that's a little bit of an interesting thing to see, but you know, you could always incorporate in America and do it like that. And you'll probably get approved if you do it the right way. Regarding, so that's a little, one difference you can say over there. Regarding fees, the referral fee or commissions, however you want to call it, are generally the same across the board. They're about 50%, and then depending on categories, lower or higher, primarily, like there's a few that are 10%, maybe like one that's 20%, but pretty much about the same. Um, the difference we're going to see in fees is when it comes to WFS, which is Walmart Fulfillment Services, their version of FBA. And the main difference there is going to come to, I think, smaller parts, smaller packages, like cheaper, cheaper products that are small. And I know Amazon's program for that, like the light, the light packages to just go away. But Walmart insta implemented this thing where products under $10 have an additional dollar fee. But I, 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 it's kind of an interesting way to do it because you could have a two pack of a product which has a lower WPS fee than their single pack product. But might have to do with commissions. I don't like it, obviously, because it's just extra an extra cost you have to pay, but it's it's there. But generally their fees, I would say, are slightly less. Let's say you have the same same dimensions. I was just actually looking this up earlier today. 
on the Amazon FBA calculator versus WFS calculator, your fees are going to be slightly less on the Walmart, unless you're less than $10 product. Then it's, mm -hmm. that's where you'll see a slight variance and Amazon will actually be cheaper. But generally, WFS fees are slightly cheaper as well as storage fees. And then Walmart, since they're really in their phase right now, like pushing to get new sellers, they're like, yo, we're giving commission discounts or we're giving WFS discounts or we're giving ad credits. Like they're trying to do their part to get new sellers on the platform. So they give you these temporary fees, uh, fee discounts. But that's all temporary. So in the long run, it won't really play as much of a difference. Uh, but there are other programs too. There's like the CAP program, like the commission adjustment program where they like will they'll take a bit of a cut on theirs to get that uh, like if you sell the product for a little bit cheaper um they'll take a cut on their commission but these these programs and generally sales on walmart this is actually a whole separate thing is it's really difficult to run promotions on walmart because walmart and amazon this is they both track pricing on other platforms so if you're cheaper on walmart you can lose your buy box on amazon this is generally just something you should really avoid is changing pricing on different platforms. Um, I'm just curious how Walmart's going about this because Walmart, we're going off a bit of a price tangent here, but Walmart had last week, they had a Walmart Plus week just to yes. compete with Amazon Prime Day. I love that they did that two days overlap, but Walmart also did the day before and after. They gave it four days as opposed to Amazon's two days. And I'm like, what's your point? Because Amazon sellers, if they lower their price on Walmart and not on Amazon, they're going to lose their buy box on Amazon. Like they literally will like, even if you're the only seller, they'll just like suppress the listing. And it's like, what, what's the game plan over here? Why are you trying to like, you're just going to hurt your, your sellers because they're not going to want to enroll in Walmart plus week because they don't want to impact their Amazon. Like understand that Amazon is currently the space where the money is. And if you're like, it just, I, I don't really understand kind of their, their plan over there. I think that's something that they're definitely working on, but General rule, don't go cheaper on Walmart. Don't go more expensive on Walmart because Walmart will shut down your listing. So right. kind of generally stick to the same pricing. If you're running it from on Amazon, run it on Walmart. There's no coupons on Walmart yet. I don't know. Just different, there's, different, there's, there's, a, there's a lot to talk about with the pricing. But yeah, definitely. And, and I want to dive into all of that a little bit deeper in just a second when we come back. But first, we need to hear a quick message from our sponsor. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. All right, you guys head over to gatita.com forward slash sellernomics for that first 400 in FBA reimbursements free. I'm back with David Milstein with Cellcord talking all about Walmart. So kind of two questions that I have sparked off of our, our last conversation. Um, when we're talking about WFS fees, the Walmart Fulfillment Services fees. I, I'm, I'm curious if there is any kind of reimbursement program built out with Walmart like there is with Amazon. I mean, no idea why I would have that inquiry, but is there anything like that that's built out with Walmart? <laughs> yes. So there is disputes that you could have for the fees on, on Walmart. It's I think they're a little bit more restrictive when it comes to time frame for it. Um, I'm not. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not super familiar with the Amazon process, but I am pretty familiar with the Walmart process. Um, for returns, you have a 45-day window from when the item is refunded. You have 45 days to dispute it, and there's a whole process to how you want to go about that, like what when you will win and how to do the disputes, and there's there's a lot to that. 
And then similarly on the WFS shipment, right? If let's say they have missing units, you have 50 days from when they received it, but it can't, you can't submit a case before 10 days. So you have between the 10 and the 50 day mark. So you have a 40 day window to submit your dispute for your, um, for your missing inventory from a shipment. Now there's other disputes outside of that, which you could, you don't really have a statute of limitations. Um, let's say you're getting billed an incorrect WFS fulfillment fee where they have, let's say the wrong dimensions on your product that you could just send them a rectified, like, Hey, by the way, you're billing me the wrong amount. This is the real dimensions. They will, they use a cubic scan. Mm -hmm. They'll pull down your product, they'll measure it. And then they will, that's, they'll refund you for your whole past. Like any fee that they, that they overcharge. I'll just give you a one-time big thing and I'll change the fee. Similarly for their storage fees. There's other things here and there. I mean, I think just as a growing platform, you're going to have data errors. Like they're just, I can't even imagine what their IT team has to go through with their, with their reports. I mean, I, I'm just looking at an account, a massive account, like a whole payment report was just missing. I'm like, where's this? I mean, I know they got paid for it, but like, I can't download or view the report. Like what's going on. So you have to open up cases. I'm like, there's, there's a lot of issues that you'll find um, potentially payment discrepancies. I'm actually looking into something right now. I was looking into it earlier today. Like I was showing, like I was being charged $8 for something that should be $7.95. I'm like, well, is this an opportunity for a dispute? So it just cases, you have to just raise it with them. And this is a general rule for any Walmart case that you ever deal with. And it's just consistency, be consistent because they're going to toss you from one team to the next. And you're just going to, if you give up, you're done. But if you just like stick to it, make sure they don't close the case on you. Keep on fighting back and forth, hit them with proof, hit them like, this is what the guys say. Cause they might come at you with something outside of the guys. Just keep telling them what it says, what they're supposed to be doing. And eventually they'll be like, all right, here's your refund. I mean, if you figure out the right verbiage and the right way to go about it, there's definitely opportunity over there, but um, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a roller coaster if you if you're if it's your first time getting in there because you might just give up after five responses that they're not going to give you a refund. But yeah. be consistent and persistent, I guess as well, and you get what you need. Yeah, good good insight on that. Definitely a, a program. It seems like they'll build out to be a little bit more robust as they get more sellers and as they experience more instances of this. But I'm I'm glad to hear that they have something to help the sellers when there are issues. That's that's good to know. Um, Another question that I had was going to be advertising on the platform. Everybody knows that advertising on Amazon is extremely competitive and to get that top spot is a mixture of paid and organic. I mean, what does it look like on Walmart right now in the advertising scheme? Fantastic question. So advertising is much, much less advanced on Walmart than it is on Amazon. And it's just, it's going to get there guaranteed but just the fact that in the past year or two the updates that they've made second price auction it used to be two years ago like you can you cannot place a bid for a manual campaign if your product didn't already rank in the first 124 spots like within the first four pages and i was like what well, like you have to run an auto until you get like they just changed that whole system to be more about a relevancy score so those are just two examples of massive things on Amazon that are just like no brainers, which Walmart just got into. Uh, another thing, like there's no negative targeting right now on Walmart. You can't do negative targeting and day parting is like, yeah, there's some tools that they figured out how to do it, but the, the base like ad center, which is Walmart's main tool to do it is, uh, it's not, it's not capable. Additionally, 
Um, APIs are restricted specifically to providers. And if you're if you just want to run ads yourself through your own system, all home built system, you can't do that. You'd have to do it all through their ad center, which is getting better. Like they didn't even have bulk uploads for campaigns before, but it's still definitely a work in progress. So that's on the functionality side. But in regards to practicality, the 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 performance, it's getting more competitive and it's you could definitely see that, but still nothing compared to that of Amazon. You're in so many categories, you could still win at the base CPCs, which is pretty nuts. You know, maybe a little bit more than, but we run we run a lot, a lot of ads, and our our base CPC level is, is shockingly low. Like what you what you like you would not you would be surprised by like most products are probably around that 50 to 75 cent range, which isn't it's crazy. I mean that that's very yeah, there's gonna be the hot those hot, really hot keywords. Obviously, vitamin C supplement is gonna be up there, but like it's not like generally you're not you're not gonna be have to go too crazy. And you'll see like even though there is competition, it's 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 definitely lacking with that compared to Amazon, which is just brutal. My theory is if with the correct effort until listing and if you have optimized listing, you have decent reviews, you're priced well and you're not a out of the box product, if you run ads, you will succeed. You, and you, like, no matter what, you will, you will get there. You will eventually get your product to where it needs to be. Just make sure that your listing is good to begin with. Like don't try selling garbage. I expect it to work, especially if it's overpriced. So there's a few criteria to it, but generally like your ads will get you there versus on Amazon, you might even be able to gain rank, but you're just burning at such a high cost because your your top list is off the charts because there's just there's, there's too much competition, you know. So there's definitely a lot to that, um, but you know, definitely strongly recommended that you hit advertising. We do see some brands that they didn't they never advertise and they they used to be on Amazon for Walmart for years and their sales used to be good and now they come to us they're like, what happened? My sales are just losing every month. And we don't like start ads, you know, like you used to be able to succeed, but now that you would succeed without ads, but now that you're like kind of just turned off, the competition's coming in and they're eating away. And this is good on two fronts. It shows you like there's still time to get ahead of it. But secondly, if you're a brand and you're running ads, you will get there. Like you can see they're losing money, which means someone else is making money. So there's, uh, there's really a lot of opportunity. You just kind of got to put in the, put in the effort and ads is a great way to get there. Yeah, the, the game has changed and the players are getting more fierce. So you've, you've got to stay up to date with the competition. I, I love this. I feel like we could do an hour long episode on this, um, but we're going to gonna wrap up with a couple of quick questions. Um, one is, how does a seller know if they should expand onto Walmart? How do they know if their product is a product market fit for Walmart? It's great. It's a great question. Um, and this is something that we deal with, with people all the time that like they come to us like, Hey, you know, I sell this, like, will I succeed? You know, like it's, it's funny because we have some brands that almost all the brands that deal with our Amazon sellers and they come to us and like, they're like, this product should succeed on, on, on Walmart. And then it turns out the product that they didn't expect to succeed is killing it. Why? The general rule that I like to give is that generic products do better on Walmart. Right. And this has kind of been the, the same flow that Amazon kind of had. It went from being really strong, resellers were were king you know wholesale reselling that was king to begin with then it kind of moved to like private label and now it's where where these new amazon sellers like really are able to get in is with these niche products you know oh my i have a uh, 
a garden hose that does X, Y, and Z. And it's like, it's $30, but it has 50 different cool features that your regular $10 garden hose doesn't do. The niche cool products are what are doing better. Versus on Walmart right now, it's kind of in that first to second phase. The resellers are still king and they are making insane on these on these on these brand products. You know, brand like if you're looking up some soap, you're probably gonna be buying dove or whatever it is. You're you're gonna you're going to these to these behemoths, right? And it's moving towards that private label right now. And eventually you'll get to the niche products, but that's not where the money is now. So these these Amazon brands that have been killing it with their niche products see their generic products doing better on Walmart. So what does it come down to? It comes down to, I would say, three main factors. Looking up the product to see if there's search volume for it, looking at your competition to see what their reviews are, and looking at the pricing. If you if you pick your product and you see like, what's the, what is the search volume for this? Is it 50 a month or is it 50,000 a month? And that's gonna be the big difference. Look at that, look, if it's, if it's something in the few thousands, I would say for Walmart, even in the high hundred, mid to high hundreds, you can still make sales. Um, get in there and see what's the competition looking like. Am I priced about the same? Am I priced less? Wow, if you're priced less, get in immediately. Like that's great. That's immediate boom right there. You have a product that you're cheaper than the top, top four, 10, anything on the front page, you're cheaper than that and they have a few thousand search volume, immediate, immediate sell. Get in there immediately. If your product is the same price, Great opportunity. You might have to work a little harder for it, but do it. And if your product's a little bit more priced, fine. But if you're extremely overpriced, it's going to be really hard to get in unless you have like reviews, strategies. Generally, you want to kind of be about the same price. So as long as your pricing is decent and you have a high, 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 mid to high search volume, get it. If it's too niche, you could get your, I would say, don't not list your product, list it and try win for your keywords. And as a marketplace grows, so will your listings, but it's kind of a little bit tougher to, to win and make big sales. And you, know, you might just get disappointed and just want to quit. So kind of look yeah. for the products that are more generic. I'm not saying like, it can't be a, a niche at It can't be not, it, it doesn't have to not be a niche at all. Like it could be a little niche, but as long as your pricing is fine, you're good. You have these brands like, oh, I'm a really premium uh, supplement brand and they sell for twice the price of the regular, I'm sorry, unless you have like very good reviews and really good marketing, like 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 good content, then it's gonna be really hard for you to succeed over there. That's yeah. just the general the general feel. So if the generic products are doing much better on Walmart these days, is brand building as important on Walmart as it is on Amazon right now? Is there even an opportunity for Walmart to have a brand page? Or I'm sorry, sellers to have a brand page on Walmart like they do Amazon? Well, wow, that's a very relevant topic because brand shops are currently in beta. So this is oh, a nice. yeah, very big news. If you're listening, you probably didn't know that. Um, and you can see it if you want. Lands End is the only one I've seen that exists. Um, it's cool, but if you guys want to check it out, um, ask me. I'll send you a link. Um, but it's currently in beta. Um, I haven't played around with it yet, but it's it's something that should be coming in. But definitely before the end of the year, hopefully in the next like couple of months, and it's definitely worthwhile to to head in that direction. The same way like Amazon is that now, take the time to make your Walmart like that now, and like it will it will become worthwhile. Especially if you want to build like there's definitely repeat customers, and I would say even a step probably before brand is subscribe and save. Right? Can you have subscription models on on Walmart also in beta right now? You know we've seen this like. 
I don't know if, you, if if you've seen a Walmart listing that says subscribe, send that link to me because I would like to see it. I haven't seen it yet okay. live, but I know it's currently undergoing beta and they're they're bringing sellers in to be accepted to the program, but we haven't seen it yet live. But that's going to be major, uh, especially for building your brand, for building your re- repeat customers. And it's again, Walmart's looking at Amazon. They're like, what can we what can we do better? And those are two things that are the hottest things right now that are going to be coming in the next few months. Yeah, that is so exciting. Final question. What would be your top tips for success on Amazon to sellers right now? Okay, for sure. So find, I think I like it really relies upon the most recent thing we spoke about, the search volume, you know, get it, get your products that will succeed in search volume and utilize review syndication. Walmart offers free, free, Free review syndication, check it out. You could just Google Walmart review syndication. You have to apply, you have to get approved and you cannot bring in your Amazon sale, your Amazon reviews. But if you have a brand that has reviews on your D2C shop, bring them over to Walmart. That gives you an immediate edge over your competition. And I've said this before, but like, it's a little cheesy, but Walmart is the tip. Like get into Walmart and you will succeed. Like it's, it's, it's we've seen this countless times. This with so many brands that the sooner you get in, the easier it is to scale, to grow, to to gain those keywords, you know, but if you wait, you're just gonna cost you more for your your advertising and it's gonna eventually be that marketplace that Amazon is today where it's brutal to get to the top of where you wanna go. But if you see the opportunity the same way you saw that opportunity with Amazon, head over to Walmart. Amazing, I love that. We're gonna hear another quick message from our sponsor. When we come back, I wanna hear more about Cellcord and where folks can get in touch with you. We'll do that in just a second. Today's episode is brought to you by Gatita, the global leader in FBA auditing and reimbursements. Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. You guys know where to go, gatita.com forward slash sellernomics for the first 400 FBA reimbursements free. I'm back with David. And now I, this has been such a great conversation. Like I said, we could have easily made this an hour long, um, but that's just more reason to cut off the info now so people have to reach out to you to learn more. So tell us about Cellcord and where they can get in touch with you. Of course. Thank you for that. Um, Cellcord, uh, we are a just brief overview. We're a Walmart-focused agency. Uh, we're partners with Walmart, and we offer full-service management for Walmart. That means as we work with your brand, take you from Amazon or wherever you're coming from, help you get an account if you need, do full listing optimization, move you into management, which is advertising, as well as anything that you need on Walmart. You have listings that have issues with compliance. You have listings that you don't have content rights for. You need help building your brand shop and that's available. Anything anything that you need at Walmart, we're there to service you. We have rich media hosting, which is something we didn't even talk about, which is Walmart's version of A-plus content. We got you covered. So really anything in the Walmart front. We even work with brands that are looking to get into 1P, into Walmart stores. We've helped numerous brands on that front. Uh, to get more information, you can head over to sellcord.co, S-E-L-L-C-O-R-D.co. You can email us to info at selfware.co. You can email me directly, david at selfware.co, whatever you'd like. Um, we'll be able to answer pretty much any of your Walmart questions, whether it's pertaining to 3P, whether it's pertaining to 1P, whatever you want, we, we got you covered if it has to do with Walmart. 
Absolutely love it. And again, you guys, that is cellcord.co spelled exactly how it sounds. Reach out at info at cellcord.co or reach out to David directly at david at cellcord.co. David, thank you so much. This has been awesome. I, I love every time we get to chat. And at, like I said, we're going to have to have you come back after a couple of months when Walmart's made even some more improvements. There may be some exciting changes. Maybe when things come out of beta, we can do a little demo. So um, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Lisa. Really appreciate you having me. Thank you, oh, of course, of course. And thank you so much for everybody who tuned in today. If you liked what you heard, please give us a thumbs up, share your comments in, share your thoughts in the comments. I do that every time. Subscribe to the show and we will see you on the next one. Thanks for joining us this week on the Sellernomics podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor, Gatita. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. Be sure to join us again next week for more great tips on how to grow your business. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>